Welcome to Camden Cast. I'm Tanvi. And I'm Erin. Thank you for coming back to the second episode of our 7th Heaven podcast, Camden Cast. Much appreciated. So in this episode, we are going to cover um, season one, episode two of 7th Heaven, which is called Family Secrets. Um, so your first impressions. Okay, so I got to say... This was a, like, I feel like I'm going to say this a lot. This was a weird one. Um, it, I, the transitioning between, like, scene and scene, it was, it was just cut up, I feel like. It didn't really work out. It faded in randomly, and it faded out randomly. Um, I don't know. I didn't really, didn't really make any sense. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot going on, a lot to unpack. Um, so, again, second impressions, since I've already seen... All of the episodes at least once. Um, well, my suspicions were confirmed, and it is in the the house exterior in the first episode in the pilot is not the same that we see throughout the series. And uh, yeah, like that was definitely their 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 new house or whatever is definitely a downgrade. <laughs> I mean, it's still a really nice house. Uh, yeah, but the first one had like one of those like long driveways, and yeah, it's like. Well, it, also in the first episode, we learn that it's it's revealed that like oh the family doesn't own the house and it belongs to the church, and still I mean if it, it's still a pretty nice house uh, for for if they're living there without having dad like purchased it or, or pay rent, um, it's a pretty solid house still. But yeah, all right. So um, so we have a cold open that seems like it should belong at the end of last week's ep- of last week's all right <laughs> thinking that we're watching this once a week uh of the first episode instead of you know starting out the second episode um we start out with well what, S- simon what? simon is underneath his underneath his bed with a bunch of shoes and ruthie again pop this actually was a recurring thing i didn't realize she her her only line so far has been what are we doing and this is what she says to simon when he's under the bed um, uh, shoes seem to be one of the major themes feet. of this episode. Shoes and feet, which uh, we'll point out uh, throughout this podcast and throughout the episode. Um, it seems that Happy uh, has grown attached to the Rev's shoes. He yeah. seems to be chewing all of them up. So that's just like a brief, that's a very short part of the, the, of the cold open. And then it goes down... And and the grand, Annie's parents are leaving, and they're all saying goodbye. And it's a very... Fast paced. Uh, everybody's got like a like a line, and it's kind of like. Uh, so um, it starts out with Mary thanking the grandparents for the sh- for shortening her skirt. Yeah, Grandma hemmed her skirt, so she's like, "Oh, thanks, Grandma." And then uh, Lucy's like, "And thanks for the subscription to Sassy Magazine." And Which is a subscription <laughs> that Lucy does not need. She is sassy enough. And then the final gift is Matt's Swiss Army knife. Something with the grandparents and giving S-related gifts, I guess. Yes. But where are the gifts for Simon and Ruthie? Yeah, they definitely got. Uh, well, they were they complimented Simon. They're like, "Oh, you're so mature now that you have a dog." <laughs> I don't know if that's a gift enough when yeah. you're giving uh, giving away subscriptions and skirts yeah. and Swiss Army knives to the rest yeah. of the kids. Yeah, and then it's followed by a, a pretty. I just have written out weird goodbye, <laughs> um, because now we know in the last episode. Uh, it was established that, that Annie's mother is dying. She has leukemia. And she says, we'll see you soon. And then there's, like, cue the melodramatic music, which the show is really, like, famous for. 
Um, and there's a very, very awkward long hug between uh, Annie and Grandma. Like, and, like, at near the end of the hug, it like zo- the camera zooms out, and you see Matt's face, and he's, like, noticing this awkward hug and knowing something is wrong. Yeah. And then, you know, open it. Uh, so then you get the roll credits. Uh, and there's, like, just, like... But bringing this up, there is an obscenely long opening shot of random shots of the neighborhood. Oh, yeah, and they don't really do that. Like, it seems like this episode, they finished and it wasn't long enough. And they they had to, like, add stuff in because it really is kind of like a patchwork episode. Um, They, like, say, they, after, like, these shots of the neighborhood, they, like, pan to the front of the house. But they stay at the front of the house for a very long, for way longer than necessary. Yeah. Yeah, kind of like right now, I was talking about this opening <laughs> shot that's too long. Um, so then when you come back from the credits, the first thing you have is it's it's Lucy and Mary in their room and their see-through phone with all of the neon-colored interior. And you know just, what we're talking yes, about. Yes, this was like the classic 90s phone, and I think if I... Well, I'm going to get a landline one day just so I can have that phone. But (laughs) I never had it as a child. So they're waiting, and the phone rings, and everybody's, like, fighting to answer it. Oh, there's you. We had to record this scene because... Yeah, because, all right, so it's 1996, and they have one phone line um, and three teenagers. Well, I'm going to count Lucy and the teenagers just because she's, you know, three kids that are waiting for phone calls as long as, you know, a father who's a reverend, so he gets a lot of phone calls... Um, so they, they're like waiting for dad or someone else to get off the phone. And then they have this little exchange that I'm just going to play because I can't really do it justice. Like it, it, it's all right. Here take, we go. Take a listen. I think we could at least get called waiting or call return or call blocking or a second phone or beepers or a fax or a cellular. That's- so <laughs> just like this long list of things that obviously none of us use anymore. They, oh, we all have cellulars. I recorded that video <laughs> on my cellular. Um, I don't think they would even imagine that there would be a cellular that could record a video. Um, There's also this great line during that scene where they're waiting for this well, phone call. Immediately after sure. it, when they're like, we can't, oh, maybe we could get a cellular. And then uh, Mary says, let's face it, as long as dad's a minister, we're never going to have a normal life. Which I feel like is the theme for this entire show. Yeah, yeah. And also, were they really going to set up dates through faxing? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> or beepers? Or gonna fax? Yeah. I, well, I, don't, I feel like people used beepers. Like, I've seen other shows in the 90s where, like, kids in high school beepers or whatever i still don't really understand how beepers work but let's not get into that yeah, that's that's a <laughs> different that's a different podcast uh, um that scene continues on though with um the, well they're waiting for the phone and obviously we know that mary is still waiting to be kissed by jeff so we know she's waiting for jeff to call but lucy is like mysteriously like you know whatever waiting for the phone to ring and we have um Mary now needs to know why Lucy is waiting for the phone to ring. Like, what's happening? What's going on? So Lucy, I guess, needs to go to the bathroom, and Mary shuts the door and stands in front of the of their bedroom door. On I guess, which leads to the bathroom, and goes, "You'll never see the bathroom again." (laughs) Which I also think, I if I remember correctly, that's a huge continuity (laughs) error because I'm pretty sure that they have a bathroom in their room. (laughs) Like the boys have the one bed. So, but yeah. So and then she's like, "Oh, you know what's good for having to go to the bathroom? Tickling." And she threatens to like tickle her, and then, then finally, does tickle her. Yeah, and then Lucy comes clean, and she's like, "I'm waiting for Jimmy Moon to call." Um, uh, we'll be introduced to Jimmy Moon later. Oh yeah, <laughs> um, uh, but 
then the phone does ring and it ends up being Jeff. And uh, Lucy doesn't have to go to the bathroom anymore. It's just miraculously. Yeah, she not wants having... the eavesdrops. After this um, introduction with uh, Mary and Lucy, we kind of. I guess get into the real storyline of the episode, which doesn't really exist, in my opinion. There's I think, no. Well, going back to, I think the storyline is definitely Matt, uh, his whole issue. So the first thing we see of him is he asks if he can go out to the library, and well, actually, the first thing we see is him on the phone with this girl. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, we're not giving any uh, given any other information about this girl other than Matt is trying to make sure that she eats. Yeah. Um, and then he's off to the library. So he goes out to the library, and then um, kind of you see the first time we see nighttime. It's just showing everybody. It's like this new scene, and everybody's in bed. And <laughs> oh, there's this there's this bit that both Aaron and I commented on when we were watching, where it was um, the Rev and Annie's bed bed and oh, it was yeah. <laughs> Annie looked like a corpse <laughs> and like it was the Rev all the way on the edge of the bed Annie like in the middle and then Ruthie spread out on yeah, the other R- side Ruthie had the biggest share Queen of the bed Ruthie like Queen. taking over the bed um so it shows them like kind of uh, and then it shows Simon he's awake because he shares a room with Matt and Matt has still not come home we gather because the Rev is up and he's looking at the And the also clock. his bed is empty. Matt's bed is yeah, empty. Yeah, well, yeah, it shows that Matt's bed is empty. So we know he's not home and it's the middle of the night. And then cut to morning time. The Rev is well, in... Well, morning as in 5.15 a.m. Well, yeah, that's the morning. Um, I don't consider that the morning. He's he's So the Rev is awake and he's in the kitchen kind of pacing in very, very short boxer shorts. There's some very interesting uh, sleepwear in this yeah, episode. Yeah. Uh, uh, Okay, continue. So uh, so Matt walks in, and we discover that it is 5.15 in the morning. And he is obviously in trouble, uh, but we don't really know much other than that. Obviously, the Rev and Annie ask him where he's been, and he said he was visiting a a, a friend, uh, and he says that she was, like, sick and having female issues. He says something about her having a stomach uh, stomach illness. But it's um, not really pressed any further. Yeah, they're just like, oh, you were out all night with a female. So one thing that this episode did really well, that they, they did again here, I, just, I can't believe I just said the an episode of Seventh Heaven did something well. <laughs> um, but they do some solid uh, relationship building between, like, Mary and Lucy, like, good sister bonding moments. And There's, like, three of them in total. So we yeah. did the first one already with the yeah, phone it was, call. Yeah, it was the phone call, the back and forth there with, like, oh, we just want a cellular... And then in this one, they kind of show some, well, they show, obviously, Mary and Lucy together speculating about, like, oh, where was Matt? What was he doing? And, again, we couldn't do it justice, so we just had to record it because it's another one of those, like, back and forth, real quick things. And this is, like, just their discussion of where Matt could have been or what he was doing. And then, I guess... Please pay attention to the background music in this. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Like, like the music in this entire show is, is also kind of ridiculous, but... Um, I don't think there's a moment that isn't like scored. There's, there's. Oh like, well, it, I I love like this. Inter- this was the one that I like noted even. Yeah, this is a very kind of like quirky like. Yeah, you know, just and and there's a little there's a like a Ruthie bonding moment at the end there. <laughs> uh, another recurring thing. So, here, just uh, take a listen. This is we know that fact. He said he was going to the library. Fact. He never goes to the library. Fact. He stayed out all night long. Fact is probably the girl. Okay, that's not a fact, but it's a safe guess. So let's just assume. Assumption. He spent the night with a girl. Assumption. He made out with her all night. Fact. You are way too young for me to be playing this game with you. Now go get ready for school. 
going? That is the second what are we doing of the episode? Is it? There might even be more. Um, <laughs> but but there, yeah, that's that's the second what are we doing? Um, Mary and Lucy are opening their own detective agency. And also, I like how the music kind of when Worthy comes in, it's like it just swells. <laughs> it swells yeah. into Lucy. Like, the, the, this this uh, conversation has been resolved. That's it. Uh, <laughs> So, again, them waking up, you know, <laughs> fact, they made out all oh. night, or, like, was that a, I don't know if that was a fact or an assumption, but kind of, like, that's the most scandalous thing, apparently, that uh, Lucy's 12-year-old brain can come up with, even though last episode she was ready to do it. And that it. is the line that, yeah. that that Mary dropped. Yeah. We cannot have this conversation any further. She's only two years older than her, um, but... But not in real life. In real no, life, yeah, isn't Beverly yeah. um, Mitchell? Is yeah, she's name? she's older, so the, the actress who's playing Lucy is actually, like, a little bit older than um, Jessica Mary, Beale. than Jessica Biel, yeah. So, some solid sister bonding here. Um, and really the next thing uh, that we get is what I'm going to coin as the like awkward husband-wife moment of the episode where... Sexy parents. <laughs> <laughs> where the Rev is like kissing his wife in appreciation, like, what would I do without you? And he goes, oh, uh, when Ruthie's in school, we can walk around naked again. Which, I mean, Matt's 16. They have not walked around <laughs> naked in for a years. really long time. And, um, you know, uh, Annie then goes, when are we going to tell the kids about, uh, you know, grandma dying and having leukemia? And immediately the rev's like, you really know how to ruin a moment. <laughs> yeah. Like, Just, yeah, there's a lot of, uh, they do a lot of unnecessary, like, I don't know, the, r- romancing with one another. <laughs> um, um, speaking of romance, uh, the next shot that we have is uh, Matt and Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> Are they together now? Did I miss that? <laughs> is this like, uh, um, at the This school. is actually Matt's coming out episode as well. <laughs> Talking about Mary and, uh, you know, Matt's just like, that's my sister. And Jeff's, Jeff says, she's different. She can talk about sports. Yeah, which, again, first of all, that's just such a... I don't even want to... There, there's a lot there's of, no need to address that comment, yeah. first of all, for, like, everything that's wrong with it. But also, I was like, I wrote this down. We know that basketball is now a euphemism, so if he <laughs> means she can talk about sports, he's like, she can talk about bats and balls and... <laughs> And whatever other you say. Yeah. What, we don't yeah. really... Sports Oops. obviously no longer means sports. Yeah, sports is... Who knows? Um, we... This episode is honestly all over the place, and that's... We apologize. Just, it's, it's not... It, well, I mean, it is... It's, it's not really our fault. It's Seventh Heaven's fault. It's so Brenda Hampton's it's, fault. It's, it's, um, because the next thing we know is the nurse... Uh, is the nurse. Is the... Well, yeah. Well, is Rev, the, Rev the Rev at the is, hospital. Yeah, the Rev is at the hospital visiting people, because obviously reverends go and do that. I don't really know, I guess. Uh, so he's visiting sick people. And he, good to go back to the shoes. He's, he, like, the, the, He's in all, his fancy shoes. Yeah, his fancy shoes that we have been told earlier, like, hurt him. But, I, like, there are a lot of feet and shoe shots during this entire episode. Yeah. Um, this specific, like, this specific, like, scene had, like, maybe three or four of them where it was just aimed straight at the Rev's shoes or his legs. Yeah. Um, and there is this insane moment with a nurse that comes up to the Rev. He's on the, yeah, and oh, oh, and he, he, he forgot his wedding ring at home because he, like, was washing his hands or something. So this woman comes up to him. 
and he's you know trying to tell her that he's a reverend and that he's been married for what did he say? Oh no, he was like, oh, I'm married and I have five kids, and, and she's like, doesn't everyone? Or that's what they all say, or yeah, something that's what like they that. All say all the reverends. And I the, the way that this nurse decides to flirt with the reverend is to tell him that she can take his shoes to get them repaired. Yeah, she's like, there's a shoe repair shop across the street. Um, and he just takes off his shoes in the and, hospital and gives them to her. And he's like, okay, I'm going up to the geriatric unit without shoes. He's just walking around in his like, socks now. Yeah. Um, so that was just weird. And also just weird because this woman was so much younger than him. And it's just like... She was trying to be sultry, but she was talking about his shoes. It was just... Yeah, I don't understand. Maybe I she has the foot fetish. I don't know. Somebody on somebody in this episode, either making this up ep- behind the cameras or in front of the cameras, yeah. has a foot fetish. Yeah, so again, the shoes are coming up. It, that was kind of a throwaway for yeah. me, though, that, that scene. I just didn't, it was weird, made me uncomfortable. And then, cut, again, because horrible cut, there's no transition. They fade in randomly, they cut off dialogue randomly, it's all <laughs> over the place. We get to see, <laughs> wait, Jimmy Moon. Erin, <laughs> well, what have you written down uh, <laughs> as a my, reaction to Jimmy Moon? When I saw Jimmy Moon, I wrote... Whitest white boy, Jimmy Moon. I wrote Jimmy Moon. Should we disclose our races now? <laughs> so, like, I wrote Jimmy Moon. His forehead goes on forever. Yeah, he's got a sweet 90s cut. It's like, I just, I wish he had a bowl cut. That would have really made it for me. But he's got kind of like a bowl cut, but he's got like a side part. So Side part bowl cut? Side, yeah, yeah. It's kind of the same style, but... So uh, we finally get to the crux of the episode here with uh, the Camden family dinner that's taking place. Um, so we got to kind of back, back up here a little bit before the dinner actually starts. Um, back to the other theme besides shoes is phones. The phone rings. Annie picks up the phone, and it's a uh, woman or a female or a girl or whatever asking for... Matt. And Matt was home. I'm pretty sure Matt was there and available, but Annie just does not... Saying he wasn't available. Yeah, wasn't she just doesn't give him his phone call, which is wildly intrusive. We find out that the girl who uh, Matt was with earlier, her name is Renee, and Annie decides to invite Renee over to dinner. Just trying out of the blue. Trying to see who her son was staying out all night with. Um, and so, fast forward... We get to dinner. Everybody's setting the table. The doorbell rings, and Simon, like, rushes to answer it because he's trying um, really hard to be helpful so that, like, no one's angry when they find out that the dog is eating the shoes. And the dog is pregnant. And that the dog is pregnant. And Lucy has a line where she says, like, oh, Simon is such a suck-up, which I had a huge problem with because Lucy is, like, the biggest, like, (laughs) knowing what I know. (laughs) What I know now. This was a total, like, pot calling the kettle black. Shut up, Lucy. You're the worst. Um, <laughs> well, the other thing we have to keep in mind here is that Matt doesn't know that Renee is coming oh, over. Yeah. No one knows. No, no one knows happen. except for Annie. Um, yeah, so no one knows. The moment, at the door. like when the doorbell rings, Matt's like, "What?" Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's like, "Oh, why did you do that?" And he like yells at the parents, and then the Rev is like, "You should be thanking." And us. then there's this like a quote unquote genius shot of Renee walking in, but it's like you can't see Renee because Simon's walking in front of her, and you know, you know as soon as Simon moves, the big reveal is that She's Renee... She's pregnant. Like, they've done everything they can in this episode to only oh, show yeah. her... Oh, yeah, every her, like, single phone conversation, the one she had with Matt earlier in the episode, and then with Annie, 
Um, it's a shot of her like from the shoulders up. Which like, is another thing that this show, I mean, just in general, phone conversations and split screens, if this show were taking place like at present, they would lose so much footage because so much of it between like all the relationships, the split screen phone conversation is employed like in the show better than I think I've ever seen it <laughs> in any other show. Um, and I think today, obviously, everybody would just be texting. Um <laughs> So yeah, so so Simon moves, and here Renee she is, in her denim maternity dress in all its glory, <laughs> and how like I don't know how how pregnant you would say she is. I have no idea what pregnant she people looked. Look I like. don't I don't know what the trimester. She, she was definitely she was like showing. I mean, she, very much showing. I wouldn't say she was like ready to give birth, but maybe like five months, six months pregnant. You you can definitely tell, and yeah. and the uh, what was it, Annie like falls back almost and the reverend like catches her yeah, and I'm kind of like yeah. holding on I'm like mimicking it over here on my side um which you can't see obviously and they're holding on to each other yeah and oh god Simon has that line yeah he goes what does he say he's like yeah, I think he asks Matt and he's like oh Matt are you is it, are you, are you are guys you, having a baby are you guys having a baby and, and Renee's like I'm having a baby Matt is not having and a baby Simon goes well that's a relief <laughs> And then that's when he thinks is the best time to tell oh, yeah, everyone. Yeah, he's like, oh, everybody. And oh, he asks the parents, like, are you happy now <laughs> that you know it's not Matt's baby? And when the parents are like, yeah. Um, and They're the, still displeased. <laughs> They're not happy with but this. But Simon situation. reads this as the moment that he should reveal that um, not only is happy eating the shoes, but, but he's but happy is also pregnant. Which they, they also have not confirmed with, like, a vet. This is just still, like, Matt's hunch. So... <laughs> Um, I, I forget, you know, this is the first season I watched all of them through, so I, I forget, like, if this actually materializes into puppies, or if this was just, like, some intuition that never, never comes to fruition, but... Cue the most awkward dinner, I mean, the first of many, that takes place, where Simon gives Renee the third degree about, are you planning to get married? About pregnancy. About pregnancy, <laughs> like, about pregnancy, like, are you planning to have another kid? And she says, one's enough, and Simon, like, offhandedly says... My mom has five. <laughs> Which Renee is sitting there with the five children. So immediately following the dinner, we get the final, the third and final uh, solid sister bonding moment, which is kind of weird. I don't know how I No, felt. we don't have you a recording for this one, unfortunately. Again, another problematic scene. Uh, they, they, both the girls are basketballs. both like, pretending to be pregnant and like, Walking around and laying on the bed and kind of making waddling. fun of. Oh wait, yeah. wait. We do have this. This the, there was this exchange where um, they're talking about like how they both really want to be kissed and and uh, Mary says you can't get pregnant from kissing a guy and Lucy goes how do you get from kissing how do you get from the kissing part to the pregnant part and then that that's just abandoned. Uh, they so the, after that again. Um, kind of just cuts off the conversation and cuts to, uh, I, I, I'm going to assume, that, oh no, Renee had not gone home, but it's just the Rev and... Uh, it's the Rev and um, it's Matt talking. And they do this thing where they, that they do in a lot of like TV shows. Oh yeah, this is definitely another Brenda, like classic Brenda Hampton here. Um, because Matt talks about how it's not fair that Renee got pregnant because... She only did it once. Uh, did it again. She, yeah, she, she only got her period once. No. <laughs> she only did it once, and it's not fair. And I guess, you know, the rep reminds him that it's, like, not punishment. It's just, like, how life is. But uh, the, the whole 
the, I feel like this is a recurring thing in certain TV shows, or at least with like on Secret Life of the American Teenager. This is very spoiler alert, very much how it Which goes. Which is the other Brenda Hampton. The show. other Brenda Hampton show, where people, it's 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 kind of like those like marijuana PSAs where they're like not even once because you, it, the first time you have sex you will get pregnant, and like I don't have statistics on this, and I'm sure <laughs> I'm sure it happens to some people. But it just seems really improbable. It's just a scare tactic. It is. It definitely is like very much like an abs like not even once. Um, and then and Renee, she- Renee is still there, and she, they cut to her in the kitchen with Annie, and she's like, "Oh, and we used protection, I guess, just not correctly." And what are the odds that the first time that she's having sex and also like using protection, and and just dis- does it wrong? That like this is seems highly improbable to me. But again, just like a especially because. Renee makes it very clear to Annie that she didn't plan on being an unwed mother. Oh, oh, for yeah, this was another thing back. She planned on, she's like, I had plans about being a singer, a music teacher. And you would think the next logical step would be something else related to music. But instead she goes, astronaut. Yeah, and the other thing that happened between that exchange just between Annie and uh, Renee was she, Annie says something to Renee to the effect of, uh, have you considered other options and... Renee says she was like oh no and I was thinking in my head like well of course it's seventh heaven she's not gonna have an abortion and then she goes no I couldn't put the baby up for adoption and that's I was the only like, other option and I was like oh yes they only have two options in this show because they, they wouldn't even say the word abortion I'm sure um so then cut back to uh where where Matt Matt then, Matt, so, Matt, and, Matt and the Rev are talking. And Mary storms in. She finally does. Mary finally does her own storming. And she says something. Cut back to, like, thinking of the conversation that Matt had with Jeff about, like, stay away from my sister. I guess Jeff took it to heart. Yeah. No sports in their future. So, yeah, they weren't, they weren't playing any games tonight. Um, <laughs> and... Uh, Mary comes in and she's like, why could, why did you tell him, like, uh, not to talk to me, not to date me, and Matt... Matt says, you're just using Jeff for, to, to try to get kissed. Yeah, so, uh, again, weird, and she was like, oh, I wasn't just using him to get kissed, whatever, who cares what happened. <laughs> uh, all I know is eventually they end up going on a date, so... Eventually they end up going on a date, and... Um, the rev, so, like, makes uh, well, just a, just a, just an, in, before, that's kind of getting ahead of this um because before any of that happens the formula oh, the seventh yeah, yeah, the, se- yeah. the classic seventh heaven formula manifests in this episode which is so obviously Matt has this friend she is 17 years old she is pregnant she says she kind of discloses at dinner that she has no one in her life her, her, her mother left her mother early. is dead and and her father like disowned her because and she's pregnant and and the baby daddy she didn't really say anything about him other than he's out picture like he yeah, he's out she just says he's out of the picture we don't know what's up with him so this is the classic okay seventh heaven formula here it is this is how every episode's going to go one of the kids either has a friend or is having a problem that they're hiding the rev like always gets to the bottom of it. He always has to find out what's going on. And then he goes like he totally takes matters into his own hands whether or not it's appropriate and goes ahead and starts like meddling in everyone's business to try to get everybody to do the right thing by their, you know, by by the rev's moral code, which is just I think is just totally inappropriate because he, most of the time he's just going around telling people how to live their lives. Uh so in this one, we see him 
he goes and he tracks down Renee's father, which usually in most episodes you, you, he first confers with the police sergeant, which also seems like a gross misuse of like police resources. The police res- like the police sergeant usually helps him track these people down, but sometimes he somehow he finds Renee's father and he. What is he? Th- he, knocks uh, on the, he knocks on the door three times, and the first time he's like, "I know your daughter," and and the he's guy's like, like, "I don't have, I don't a, have a daughter. daughter." He slams the door. Rev knocks again, and this guy opens again, like it's gonna be someone else. And he's like, "Another really quick exchange." Yeah, he's he's like, "Oh, she wants you to know she's okay," and he slams the door again. And then another knock on the door, and I don't even know what he says. Yeah. The, the, after something that. about I have daughters, I know. Yeah, what it's like. he's like having a daughter's hard, and then the guy slams the door again. So And then we have another shot of the Rev going, this time, to who he presumes to be uh, Renee's, the biological father of Renee's son. Like and the, I, had, I had one note of this. We're supposed to gather that it's, like, the rough part of town. It's obviously, like, an apartment complex. Um, this guy's fixing a motorcycle on the lawn. He's wearing a wife beater. Yeah, and <laughs> I just thought that the way that they depicted the rough part of town was by setting up an apartment building a motorcycle on the lawn, and then the, like, background ambient noise was a baby crying. And <laughs> I was like, people not taking care of their babies. You know what I didn't get? Why the, the Rev ends up talking to what ends up being the, the guy's actual brother, and it ends up being a different, like, it's a different person that the that is Renee's, like, baby daddy. Like, yeah, I don't were, know. What was the plot point of that? Why did that happen? It, there was no... Like, what were we supposed to assume... That just because this guy's like fixing up a motorcycle, well, the guy, like the he's guy, a bad I think it's, boy. I think the thing was like, oh, the guy who's fixing the motorcycle uh, was kind of disinterested because the rev was like, oh, you're gonna need a job, and he was like, oh, I applied for nuclear physicist or whatever. He he was just being sarcastic, and that joke fell flat. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, I did. I was very I, well, confused. I don't think it was a joke. I don't know. Um, <laughs> so. Yeah, that was kind of a. I, that, I don't know if that was because it a, ends up being was, his brother. Was it I a just plot don't understand. Device? Yeah, I don't know. Like, what was the point of that? So then, it's revealed that this man is not the biological father of Renee's baby because later uh, the Rev is at home and someone comes and knocks on the door and and Annie brings him into like the home office. She's like, "This man wants to thank you," and it's a guy we have not yet seen. He's like, oh, I'm I'm Lou. I'm the I'm the father of you know Renee's baby. Thanks for the tip about the job because apparently his brother he, and he reveals he's like, oh, you spoke to my brother this afternoon, um, and and I just have written down here forcing everyone to go to church because that's the other yeah. thing. He goes and he's like, oh, Lou, you should start you should start coming to church because like whatever it'll make you a good man or something. Um. Lou tries to get out of it, though. Yeah. By saying he needs to work at the... Yeah, and he's club. like, oh, the pool hole's closed on Sunday, because the Rev knows everything. He's also, like, a su- secret pool shark, which is also... Yeah, pool re- is yeah, brought what? up, like, what, tw- uh, uh, twice so far. Yeah. Um, by the way, uh, while all of this is happening, the background story is that... Um, the, Jimmy you know, Moon. <laughs> it's not Jimmy Moon. I mean, that's another story. But what I was gonna say. I'm sorry, I just swooned. <laughs> swooned over Jimmy Moon. Swooning over Moon. Apt. Moon uh, and swooning. Um, is that you know the they still have to figure out how to tell the kids about 
grandma oh, being God. sick. Yeah, I totally forgot about that. Yeah, because again, this episode didn't did not do a good job of like following any like flow or plot line. Well, yeah, we or, can we can again like a scene that you could probably throw away. Uh, Annie tells Matt. Yeah. So Matt knows. Matt knows. There's like some weird interaction about he, English lit, and then all of a sudden, it very quickly goes to his grandma dying. dying. Yeah. You know, um, and so grandma tells Matt, and well, grandma tells Matt. <laughs> Mom tells Matt. Mom tells Matt, and then, like, Matt's, like, talking to grandma, like, oh. But it's, like, very much a throwaway. Like, there's no... Yeah, and, and there's one more line where Matt is like, oh, should we tell the kids? Uh, and they're like, eh, no, not not yet. They're not ready for it. And I was like, well, you're really kind of... It seems imminent. Now I'm like, you're setting it up for grandma's sudden death for the rest of the kids. Like, what's what's better Telling them now. But we'll see. Obviously, this is going to be a plot point I, moving forward. So I just looked out at my notes, and I have, and we can talk about this, crying while reading Sassy. <laughs> well, no, okay. <laughs> Which so, brings us so back to back, Jimmy Moon. Go, 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 go back to Jimmy Moon. So thank God Lucy got the subscription to Sassy magazine. But there was a quick interaction somewhere in all of that where... Jimmy Moon comes up to Lucy at school, and he's like, oh, have people been telling you? Tell <laughs> this me. Is my, let me do my Jimmy. <laughs> let me get into character. Uh, have people been telling you that uh, I like you? And she can't even muster up, like, the, the noise. Like, she goes, uh. She's just, like, they're stuttering, and he's like, well, yeah, me neither. And then he walks away, and he's, while he's walking away, he's like, I didn't even like you. He says something like, I didn't even like you anyway, or something like that. And I was like, this is stupid. So then... And Lucy is heartbroken. So then, cut back to, you know, after after the Rev goes, does his meddling, Mary and Lucy are in the room, and, and Mary's, like, looking through her closet for stuff to wear on her date. She's rectified everything with Jeff. She calls him back, and she's like, oh, I wasn't just using you to kiss you. I want to talk about sports with you or something. <laughs> we can play cornhole. Um, <laughs> so, uh, then, so while she's doing this, her and Lucy share a room, and Lucy's on the bed, looking at her sassy magazine and she just starts like weeping into it and um mary's like oh what's wrong i hope beverly mitchell like improves her fake crying because that was abysmal also this is another thing and lucy's the worst uh (laughs) so all she does is this is the first appearance of lucy crying certainly not the last because she is a pro (laughs) lucy's the worst so um she she's crying into her sassy and to her sassy. she's crying into her sassy and uh, Mary's like, oh, what's wrong? And she's like, nothing. And she's like, you're crying. Something's wrong. And she goes, it's just a sad article. <laughs> and Mary's like, in sassy? <laughs> so apparently sassy is like a humorous magazine or what I imagine to be like a teen beat, a ti- tiger beat. Uh, tiger beat. <laughs> tiger wow. beat. It's like a tiger beat. Do you guys remember tiger beat? Who are you? Uh, yeah. Wait, Justin, just wait. Uh, my tiger beat had Jonathan Taylor Thomas on the cover. Wow. Um, I was, I was. Too, you weren't born. I yet. wasn't born yet. <laughs> she wasn't born yet. I wasn't born yet. Um, so then she's like, "Oh, Jimmy Moon doesn't like me." Um, but also, I just want to let's go back to the beginning of the episode and think about. She was waiting for Jimmy Moon to call, and it seems like they've never spoken before. No, that was the first that, interaction they had. Yeah, like because she's obviously just so so swept off her feet by Jimmy Moon uh, that. She it's, she can't even say a word to him, so they've never had like any interaction. But somehow, word has gotten around school they like each other. So, um, and I don't know how anyone else knows it because they're not telling. It doesn't seem like they're telling anyone. So the next thing I, so then this is you know Mary's getting ready for a date. Renee is like leaving or something, and the doorbell rings, and we're not expecting. This is like when a stranger visits 
We're not expecting anyone at this point. Well, we're expecting Jeff because Mary's oh, yeah. going on her date. Oh, yeah, I thought it would be Jeff. Yeah. So everybody runs everyone to the door. Everyone runs to the door because this family is way up in each other's business. And, and who's at the door? Jimmy Moon. <laughs> Which, okay, this the I had a lot of questions about this. How did he know where she lived? I kind of realized, like, everyone knows they, like, live in the church house, although he doesn't go to their church. Um, and how did he get to the house? He's 12 years old. Did he was like, oh, mom, I need you to take me to this girl's house so I can just check, like, uh, and also we never ever, like, this is the end of the storyline. Yeah. He shows up at the house and he's like, is Lucy home? And then she peeks out from behind, like, does some, this, like, like the weird, Rev's armpit. Yeah, wave. And does this, like, finger wave. Um, and then that's it. That's the, the We end. don't know anything that happens after that. Yeah, it's that's the end of that. Jimmy Moon came over, and of course Lucy is excited. Uh, so, um, cut to, I think then again, we just cut to church. Well, do we want to talk about the fact that even though Lucy, I mean, I'm sorry, even though Mary didn't get what she wanted last episode with Anything You Want, she finally got kissed this episode. Oh, yeah, so after Jimmy Moon comes over, the next thing is, like, they're waiting for Mary to get back from her date with Jeff, and then the Rev's, like, looking for reasons to go and spy on her and he's like I gotta let the dog out and he opens the door and there's there Mary are. and Mary Jeff, Jeff making out making out um and the Rev just stands there horrified and then closes the door and, and then they, they just continue making they out they resume so she finally got what she wanted and you I know I guess what? they really did talk about sports there was no recap there was no like she didn't tell Lucy about it we never she, you know she was so excited in the first episode and then it happens and it's it's over. Like she's just gonna be like making out with everyone now. Uh, End of the episode now. Yeah. So so yeah. Okay, I keep forgetting it, it. Okay. This was the other thing. The last scene. They're at church. It's Sunday, um, and Renee is now suddenly in their church because again he's once they're once they you've interacted with this family you have to go to church with them. Um, wait, the church outfit briefing. Um, I think this church, there was no, what, it was just another suit, weird yeah, white yeah. suit thing. Mary was once again in a suit, um, which still seems odd, because, like, Lucy is wearing a very normal outfit. I don't know what we're supposed to be. Um, oh, so, so, Renee is in the choir, because she likes music, and we were just supposed to... Assume that because she wanted to be a singer and or music teacher and or astronaut, she's a good singer. So she's in the choir after, you know, hasn't practiced with them at all. And she's got this solo. Whatever. It's just most of the scene is her singing. And then Lou walks in, baby daddy. And he, I wrote down his church attire because it seemed totally inappropriate. He was in light washed denim jeans and an olive shirt. Again, it was tucked in and he was wearing a brown belt also with an olive tie. Um, Not great. And, uh, oh, the, wait, the, also in church, uh, the nurse was there. With, with the shoes, finally. Because The he, shoes bring a, have a comeback. He did disclose, oh, yeah, we totally, when the Rev comes home from the hospital earlier that day, without, he comes home without his shoes. He's wearing orthopedic, what, like, what are they like, called? Like, those, like, church, no, 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 no hospital sorry. Hospital, hospital, like, hospital booties. Yeah. <laughs> booties. Um... <laughs> So, the, he walked around for the rest of that day without shoes, with, with booties on. And the nurse brings him the shoes because during the hospital scene, he was like, oh, it's the Glen Oak Community Church. I'm the reverend. Um, she shows up. And she shows up. And she, like, just kind of presents the shoes to Yeah, him. he, like, looks at her and she just pulls them out from under the pew. Uh, and... 
All right, so the baby daddy shows up, and Renee. This is all while Renee is singing this long solo about surround about being surrounded by angels. Which I also wrote down. This is I don't know what your experience with like what, as a person who went to a Christian like a Catholic church for many years. This is no music I've ever heard in a church. It's more like oh, I wish I have no experience whatsoever in Christian churches. Yeah, not none. The only I've like been inside them as a tourist. A tourist. <laughs> yeah. I've seen almost every church in Europe, but like <laughs> No, this was this was not normal church music. This was like pop music. Uh, but again, this is coming from like a Catholic church point of view. Maybe in Protestant churches they sing pop music if you know, maybe drop us a line. Let, <laughs> Let us know, know what the ins- what being inside a Protestant church is like and if Seventh Heaven has hit it on the nail. <laughs> hit yeah. The, hit the nail on the head. Yeah. And and then so Lou walks in, he takes a seat, and then, like, in the middle of the solo, Renee's father walks in, which, this is inexplicable. The because Rev did not get to say any anything to him. And he just walks in, and he's, like, having a great time, and apparently he thinks this is normal music for a Protestant church. So... And there's, there, there's, we're supposed to gather that this is a huge moment between Ray, Renee and her father. Yeah, like, everything's okay now. Her, her father's gonna... Not disown her and... Uh, her and Lou are together again. Yeah, like everything's going to be fine, I guess, was this. And that was... The mm-hmm. Rev rescued rescued Renee from her fate of... And uh, this is like, spoiler alert, we never see Renee again. <laughs> this, we, we, this, like, this is all assumption because she's gone. She's, we do, we will not, uh, from my, if, if memory serves me... I will totally own up to my mistake if Renee comes back, but this is it. This is the the, the scene, her singing, when she's done singing, you know, fade to black, credits. Um, well, before she's done singing, or when she's done singing, we then have shots of, like, close-ups on everybody's faces, and it ends on the Rev, and once again, the Rev has tears in his eyes. He's oh, just yeah, he fifth. just cries at everything. Just, yeah. I mean, like you said, woman in his life changing. Even though Renee was in his life for an episode, yeah, he has to cry. Probably the course of a week at at most, <laughs> if that. If that, it felt like maybe three days. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, yeah. And that was it. And like the first remark that Aaron had when we finished the episode was that it was remark like it felt like it was remarkably short. Well, because it just ended. It just and and there was really no resolution. To anything. One thing I guess we kind of have to backtrack a little bit. Uh, so there's the whole thing with the shoes. Simon finally comes clean about the dog eating the shoes and then the puppy. We said that uh, they don't really address the puppies, but then Simon's like, oh, it'll be fine. I'm going to find a way to buy dad new shoes. And he's like, uh, I'm going to do a lemonade stand. And they're like, no, you never make any money. And he's like, oh, then I'll just give these. They were like, why don't you do something for the community? And he's like, Simon's idea for doing something for the community is giving away free lemonade. So, uh, that's, that's going, like, he's doing that before church, and... There's, like, I guess this is meant to be, like, some sort of, like, comic relief or something, because, um, Simon is running his mouth about, oh, you oh, there's a woman that comes up to him and asks, why aren't, why are you giving this away for free? And Simon says, oh, dad said not to, because... I wanted to buy him new shoes, shoes or something. And so now everybody, like, thinks, oh, no, the Rev yeah, needs this, new Yeah, this new old shoes. woman tells everyone in line that the Rev needs new shoes, and Simon makes a ton of money because all these people are... And, and it really just... All these people are pulling out, like, $20 bills and putting it in his, like, lemonade cup. 
And it really made it seem like the, everyone was getting the impression that, like, the Reverend just couldn't afford shoes. So, I don't know. It was it seemed funny, and uh, they, they seemed to frown on When Simon comes up with a cup of money, they, they kind of seem sad. Like, they're like, oh, you shouldn't have done that. But... Yeah, I don't know so, this. I mean, that's this. It's really just the theme of this episode is feet, shoes, <laughs> phones, <laughs> Jimmy Moon, <laughs> Jimmy Moon. I mean, but like, I don't know what I'm gonna get over Jimmy Moon. I mean, I expect never. Oh. It it just it just ends and yeah. it's all over the place. Um, what would your rating be for this one on the Seventh Heaven rating? Honestly, I want to upgrade last my last episode's rating because. Having watched this one, it seems so, like, extraordinarily... The pilot seems extraordinarily better than this episode now. Um, but I think, again, this might have just... Like like I said, they introduced the formula. It seems like they might have been trying to smooth it out. But like you said, like, the transition, they, they never really correct that. The kind of um, pro- thing, production value things that, that you pointed out never go away. Like, nobody ever figures out how to run a television show. Uh, <laughs> but I would, like, I would upgrade the pilot to, like, a four. Okay. And rate this a two. Because I don't I don't think it can justify, like, the second episode giving it, like, a one. Oh, I was going to give it a one. Wow. <laughs> I was going to give it a one. Going, um, I mean, because we talked about last week how we, were, we, we thought maybe in the next episode they would, like, focus more on the characters. And... I don't well, I think here again, this again, they kind of they build it to be Matt's a bad boy. He was out all night, and then when it actually when it comes clean about like what he was doing, and you meet Renee, it's like oh, he's actually like the sweet guy who just wants to you know he's making sure his pregnant friend that he met at the library is okay. So I feel like you get a little bit more like Matt's the only, and Lucy just being like the worst. Uh, you still get that character building. Again, yeah. Simon, I don't want to say he manipulates any... I mean, he waits... He's, like, waiting for the perfect opportunity to break the news. But, uh... It, it's just hard to... I don't to, know. It, it just feels from like... Where, from where I'm watching it, it seems... The first season feels like they were they were building... They were, like, doing character building, but then that's not actually how anyone turns out to be, except for maybe, like, Lucy. Uh, I don't know. I So I personally, I'm going to give it a one. I... It was all over the place. It, they had, like, the perfect opportunity, I feel like, to continue along on the storyline of whether or not they should tell the kids or what, how they should oh, tell the kids. Y- you know what? You're about, right, because it did... Like, the, that's last, what they, the pilot ended with, like, oh, no, Grandma's dying. And then this episode started opened... Started with, oh, no, with Grandma's dying. Grandma's dying. And then they again abandoned it, except for the throwaway, like, oh, Matt. Especially when we saw what the name of the the, the show was, was Family Secrets. We're like, oh, it's, that's, it has yeah. to be about... But, like, what do the secrets end up being? Like... Jimmy Moon. <laughs> Lucy's secret is Jimmy Moon. I guess Mary's secret is... It's not even a secret. She just wants to be kissed. Yeah, that, that was out in the open. So, uh, so Simon's got a secret. Lucy's got a secret. Secret, and then the parents are keeping. I guess the parents and Matt, and Matt's secret it's is Renee, Renee. But the parents and Matt are all keeping the same secret. It just of, it seems like it's a missed opportunity, honestly. So that's why I'm gonna go. Well, they did a lot of extraneous, like the whole thing with with the Rev shoes in the hospital scene could have been done away with to handle like, oh, Grandma's dying, right? Or uh, like you know the, any part uh, that whole scene where. Uh, the Rev is initially talking to Lou's brother and then meets Lou later. Like, that, I think, was pointless. Oh, yeah. And then I, I feel like they're sitting up... So we know Grandma's sick, and it's, like, not good. 
and they haven't told any of the other kids except for Matt. So, you, like, I don't want to... I obviously know what happened, so... Don't tell us. <laughs> but, yeah, but can you, like, speculate? Like, okay, yeah. here you go. Like, what do you think is going to happen in the next episode? What do you think is going to, like, come of... Do you think... But then again, on this show... They could just introduce that and abandon it and, and think... I mean, that's exactly what they did here, right? Introduce Renee and then abandon her. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> you just said, like, he, she's not going to come back. Well, she's not a family member. Well, I know, but, like, if they've spent so much of this episode, like, having the Rev go talk to Renee's, like, dad, having the having the Rev set up Lou with a job, like, having Renee sing in, like, his church's choir... Which well, she's never going to come back to church. Like, like they have to go once, yeah. Yeah, like, you know, like, I, I mean, that, that's why I'm giving it a one. Okay, yeah, I'm still just going to give it a two, um, but I'm upgrading the pilot to a four because I just, yeah, it, the, the, the pilot seems so much, it's like I don't, I didn't know what I had until it was gone. <laughs> uh, so yeah, looking forward, what do you think we're going to expect? Uh, I mean, I'm assuming, I hope that they actually like talk about Grandma dying in the next one, um, or Grand, that. Grandma. Grandma, that's what I said. Oh, I think you said Grandpa. All no, right. I said Grandma dying. Uh, Grammy, Grammy dying, Grammy. Uh, we don't know her maiden name. So we don't know Annie's maiden name. It's uh, Annie's mother. <laughs> um, I think that's it for this week. Yeah. I, oh, this wait. episode. I had one more. Oh, you have one more. Aside, and it was that um, in the first episode, when they brought the dog home, it was like remarkably well trained and oh, just yeah. was like didn't do anything. And then this episode, out of nowhere, it seemed like they were like, oh no, the dog chews up shoes. Who knew that this was going to happen? But, like, the dog was, like, learning commands as soon as they brought it home. So, it just seems, not that I'm, like, really looking for, for continuity. The dog's character has been misrepresented. <laughs> They've misrepresented the dog's well, character the as ca- well. the dog gets billing in the opening yes, sequence this, this week, so, or ha- in this episode. Yeah, and he's yeah. not calling it this week. Happy as happy. So, there, there you have it. That's a wrap on uh, Season 1, Episode 2, Family Secrets. And we're going to go over the spiel again. Uh, rate, like, su- subscribe, Only review. Only you don't have to. I mean, right. If, you, like, if you're liking this, and then again. It's your choice. Yeah, we're on. We're, we're not like the Rev. We're not going to make you do anything. So. Uh, but it's, you know, the Facebook. It's, oh, yeah. Facebook. Uh, our Facebook is CamdenCast. Our Tumblr is also CamdenCast. And our Twitter is. At CamdenCast Show. Because someone out there already had CamdenCast. So, yeah, do all the things, like, subscribe, whatever. Right. Whatever you want to do. And we'll see you next, well, not next week, but... Uh, next time. Next, next time, all right. See you for episode three. Remember, new episodes every Wednesday and Saturday. All right. <laughs> I'm Tanvi. And I'm Erin. And now we're at the end of the second episode of Camden Cast. Uh, Thank you for staying with us. We will see you in the next episode.